It's Friday, September 10th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. On today's episode, the hilarious and talented comedian Miller Crosby joins us, and we talk Catfish on MTV. We talk doing comedy during a global pandemic. We talk Miller's beginnings and the ins and outs of the industry. It's a fun episode. It's a fun hang. You're going to love it. Plus, The Daily Dose with Jen Grant, your comments, and a whole lot more. And it all starts now. Now. Why don't we do a take two? As, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vaudry. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delaseppi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am I doing? Yeah, Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're podcast. listening to the... <laughs> Fuck some <laughs> hour. See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Dazing, not really. I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. Eh? <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau the Hills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA System. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show you and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. Good morning. A waste of time. One good morning, a all. Waste of or time. afternoon. Or good night. A waste of time. You can watch this whenever you want. You don't have to. I don't have to tell you what to do. Welcome to the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. <laughs> there she is on my left, your right, the one, the only, Jen Grant, ladies and gentlemen. Oops. I know that one's loud too. The, the I like the whistle. Thank you. The price, the or the that one and the whistle are loud. Let's see if I can lower that. Anyway, good morning. Episode 430 being recorded live on a Friday, Friday, September 10th, 2021. 
broadcasting to you from Levin Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> Wakefield. Miller Crosby is our guest today. The very talented, the funny comedian Miller Crosby will be zooming in, excited to talk to Mills. Mills. I just I just give people nicknames and I assume, but you know that someone's got to be irritated by it. It's just like it's Miller. Did she say that? No, but you you know someone must have because that's I do that in life. I'll give Sigurd nicknames to people as like a fun thing, but you know somebody out there is just like, oh, could just use my name. At least you're not like my friend, you know, my friend. Yeah. Nicknamed me Tits McGee, which, which I'm makes not comfortable no s- with. <laughs> Tits <laughs> McGee. Yeah. Your mic is like, oh, But you know what's weird? You call me Tits. Well, I've, I've, uh, it's made its way into our lexicon. You fuck off! <laughs> so, yeah, tits. Well, the joke is that when you name someone something like Tits McGee, you feel like when you're Tits McGee... I don't want to be tit- Tits McGee. I don't know what says Tits McGee about me. Tits. So, I, whenever, you know, she names me that, I feel like I have to act like the nickname all of a sudden. Right. Like, I walk in... I walk into a, a room full of people, and she goes, hey, it's Tits McGee. And then I feel like I have to walk in like this. Hey, what's up? <laughs> For our audio listeners, Jen is shimmying her shoulders side to side. You know, doing the, what you'd the shimmy. Hey. Yes. <clears throat> I like that you shimmy your voice to it. I feel like I have to like live up to the tits name. You know? Yeah. Like, this is why, guys. Look at, check out these knockers. You should get right into it. Get nip rings. <laughs> really soup them up. You just want me to get implants. I mean. Joking. As if you'd want that. No. I absolutely would not want you, you to get implants. Well, <clears throat> I don't think you actually would want them. No, no. Of course not. It sounds like I'm being serious, but I'm not. Wait. Oh, whoops. No. Freud. Freud. The opposite. Let's see what Freud thinks of that one. By the way, if you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, reminding you to please leave a review. It makes all the difference in the world. In fact, even if you're not listening on Apple Podcasts, you're watching on Facebook uh, right now or YouTube, but you have an iPhone, go find that Purple Podcast app and leave a review. It makes all the difference. Does it make a difference? Yes. Into the world. Um, so yeah, anyway, here we are. I'm exhausted. This, this now 10 a.m. has become like 5 a.m. <laughs> well, when you stay up until three. And it, but it's weird to, yes, we have a, we have a guest right now. The first time, uh, we actually have someone in studio <laughs> uh, listening to the show, which it must sound weird for him because we, like we hear it right now. We hear the soundboard and everything. He, cause we have headsets. He just, he, we're just screaming in a, in an empty room in our house. Hello? Okay, yeah, yeah. JC Suret. Hilarious comedian, friend, long time. It's so weird. I was thinking about that yesterday. So he headlined my new uh, weekly show on Thursday nights at Le Troque in, in Gatineau. And, uh, but it's, it's so weird, like worlds colliding to know someone, especially when you're from a small town. We're both from Moncton. And to know someone pre-comedy and then you're just like in this town. So yesterday Pete was there, like a couple 
friends from back home. It's like, okay, none of us are from here, yet we're here both doing comedy. Am I in mushrooms this morning? What's happening? <laughs> I don't know. Like, we're all connected, man. Before, pre, there's no... There's no pre-comedy. It's just kind of an omnipresent phase in our lives. Maybe you're high man. on life. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Anyway, so uh, JC's here. and um, Fun. Yeah, and then we've got Miller. But I woke up this morning. I'm like, oh, my, so tired. So tired. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I've been off, off for 18 months. Then we get back to work. I'm like, I just need some time off. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have not worked. And it's not like... We, we are working. It's great. But we're not even back fully, fully. Like, we're off this weekend, which is weird. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's that exhausting. Relax. Yeah. Work, Jules. Yeah. And you can always have a nap later. Do you have yeah. to do anything, any shows tonight? No shows tonight. Ooh. Next show is uh, on Sunday at 5 p.m. What's that one? At uh, Bordel. In 5 p.m. Montreal. Yeah, they're doing 5 p.m. shows. So um, oh, I didn't know you were doing that show. I just booked it literally before uh, the the we were coming on. Got the text. Whoa. Checked our schedule. We had Sunday open. It's 5 p.m. I went. I was like tempted to not, but I haven't been in that club with the new booker yet. So I'm like, I just want to like kind of get back in the yeah in the swing of it. So and JC was like, yeah, do it because I was like, oh, I don't know, it's not, you know. Yeah. Do so. It. I I'm agree. Gonna, and it's 5 p.m. I'll be I'll be here by 8. I might come with you. Yeah, come. I love that club. It's a great club, Le Bordel in Montreal. It's a French comedy club. It's can you get, one of the best best clubs. It's owned by uh, six super famous comics. To watch the oh, show? Oh, good idea. Actually, you know what? Like, jokingly, I was going to say um, I'll see what I can do, but because of COVID, I don't know. I'll look. Maybe you'll have to wait in the green room. I don't even mean like, because anyway, we'll talk about this later. Why? This is content. <laughs> well, because uh, Jordan, our wonderful social, Oh, yes, that's she, right. She's in Montreal, and I thought if Jordan and I, and maybe even Jordan and I and Ryan, could go and see the show. Honestly, slim, sh- slim chance. Well, let's try. I'll try, but th- this club's... Well, maybe Sunday, 5 p.m., never know. Just try. Because it, uh, yeah... Because it's such a nice club. And we could go and even have like something to eat and hang out. And, you know. All right, I'll, I'll ask. And I'll then see. that way you can just focus it, in the green room. They have a beautiful green room there. That is the nicest. Oh, no, it's one of the best clubs I I think ever. it's the nicest club I've ever seen. Yeah, like the green room. Like the way room. it's set up, too. Everything. It just, they create an atmosphere there. Well, it's by comics. It's owned by six famous French comics. Do and they have English shows there, too? They have done them, and they wanted to pre-pandemic to start a regular, like either once in there. a while, and uh, but then the pandemic hit, they closed. Now they're just getting back to doing. They're they're doing as many shows as possible just for, because it's limited capacity. But anyway, yeah. So that's Sunday at five, but I'm already uh, so I, I get so I ha- but I have a couple days off. But again, same thing. When I got her text this morning, I was like, oh, I just want a day off. I'm like, I have two days off between now and then. Relax. Just go, like, it's, you're working. This is what we do now. Mm -hmm. I just want to make sure I have... uh, And even (laughs) if I don't go to see the show, maybe we could go somewhere close by and just hang out. Yeah. You know? And then you can do your show and then come by afterwards. Sure. 
<laughs> I do want to come back to home. Plans. I know, it, but like, what's this turning into right now is like a big no. thing now in Montreal where no, no. we'll actually be pulling in around 11 or midnight and no, like no. tired. And no, no, no. We'll make the plan that we leave right after. It's already talked about. No one cares. Like if we're going to do anything or you want to hang out with anyone, we should do it before. Even then, it's like now we're now we're making a day out of no, it, no, which no. is fine. Yeah, but you'll... But I don't like things sprung on. Yeah, but you have to get there early anyway. Uh, no more than an hour before. We need to trim this mustache. I'm trying it to get I'm trying to get it long enough so that I can brush it to the side Why? so that it doesn't go down. Well, it's just a different style of mustache. I don't know. There there are different uh, uh, genres. Okay. Uh, but Maybe it's, you it's need that stuff to help style it, you know? Yeah, like I would that need wax. wax because what happens is you have to go like when you grow your hair out, you have to but go you're through not gonna some ugly stages and right now it's i look like the guy from uh ozark you know the oh, guy yeah. with the huge mustache yeah. that's like his signature thing that actor like the, the yeah but i think yeah. he's dead now but don't do the you're not gonna do the twisty thing eh? Like no not not oh. not full twist don't but a little twist not full twist but a little gathering ga you know what i have to say that you are blessed in the in the uh like it's good that you have good thick coarse facial hair because i'm not a fan of the wispy thin no offense to anyone who's got it but like if i was a guy with really thin um mustache hair yeah. i don't think i would grow it in oh no no what do you think um aren't you like glad you have like thin thin mustache hair yeah <laughs> i guess i wouldn't grow it oh hold on okay uh, um no problem Vamp. Okay. Talk about wispy mustaches. Why? Because uh, Miller's having a problem with the Zoom link. Well, we have to do the Daily Dose anyways. Oh, yeah, right. Hold on. So no worries. Uh, hold on. I'm just going to... Okay, so oh, I'm going to read some Here. comments, actually. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Here, okay. let, 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 me, uh, let me do this, then read some comments, then do the Daily Dose, okay? What are we doing now? This. Oh, okay. Daily Dose. Huh? Daily Dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All news and headlines from Jim right. Grant. That's enough of that. Okay, so let me go ahead. Okay. So I don't know if anyone caught the um, the English language federal leaders debate last night, but I did. I watched it. I watched. I watched the bulk of it. Uh, did you hear anything about it, Jules? No, I haven't. I'm so not uh, uh, into the Canadian political. I know nothing. Well, it was a big deal to watch it last night. I, I would have been good. I don't know. I don't know the. I think it's interesting. Like, I'd like to know what most people feel about the debate when they watch it. Is it about the issues, or are you more interested to see how the leaders conduct themselves? It's it's more that, and literally a sentence or a soundbite can win or, or lose a debate. I believe it. Like, they, when I they mean, say they're one on, thing. Yeah. Now, I'm torn because I do feel like I liked most people on the I, I liked most of the leaders except uh Aaron O'Toole. I didn't I wasn't a fan. And I'm shocked I'm, I'm shocked that Sorry. he's forty eight. No yeah. offense <laughs> to that guy, but he needs some 
yoga moisturizer or, or moisturizer or well his face itself to, i don't know i don't know what it yeah, is but once you ate you're at the past point of past you're at the pa- uh, <coughs> you're at the point of past you're at the point of no return yeah oh, for shit. what you're past the point of no return well once someone gets old and wrinkly you can't be like do, do something it's too late that's not true you really think? Yeah, he, you he, can he do could something. look younger. It's not. I don't even know if it's. Shouldn't wrinkles. you tell him that before? There's something about him. Like go and go. I can't. I'm in shock. Now look at Justin Trudeau. He looks amazing. Ooh. He's a year older than yeah. Aaron O'Toole. Oh, is he really? Okay, that's weird. Yeah. Admit that. Anyway, I mean, we're really digressing from the point here. I, I, and it's not that I don't like Aaron O'Toole because he looks old. It's not that. I was just really surprising. Um, wow, I was, I was really surprised. <laughs> not at all. I'm just, I'm just, I just feel like it's weird how some people look so much older. Um, maybe it's the conservative vibe too. Like the liberal vibe is more. Like Justin Trudeau looks like he's. He just looks like he's still with it. You know what I mean? He yeah. still feels like he's got the finger on the pulse of li- a little bit of cool. And Aaron O'Toole is not. He doesn't. His finger is nowhere near the pulse at all. Um, but anyway, I digress. That was just a silly off the off the cuff thing. But um, yeah, I liked everyone. I, the uh, Bloc uh, Quebecois leader, feisty. You should have seen him. Feisty McGeisty. Oh yes, and he. I, I was watching Kate. My overall impression was that I think that every, like I said, I liked most people except for, um, I didn't, wasn't a huge fan of, of Aaron O'Toole, the PC leader, but I really liked, um, I thought that the green party leader, uh, was, was great. And yeah. I, and I do feel like I want, I would like to vote green party because they have the most aggressive, um, environmental, plans for combating climate change which is i think a no-brainer if you think about it what's yeah. going on right now is absolutely ca- catastrophic what could happen so they have the most aggressive but then a lot of people will say if we go with the green party our economy will crumble it'll fail but what is the point of an economy if we're all gonna die yeah, well, that's Hi, the thing. i'm jen grant no but really in the face of what's happening, you mean what's the point of the, a monetary system if the l- the floor is literally lava? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. No, but really, like it, it's a really, really dire situation. So it is kind of shocking. I think she, her job as the leader is to show that they can actually cha- make these major changes without and make it actually. Another point that um, the the Bloc Québécois leader had said was that you can do both you don't have to you can still be extreme extreme in your um climate change agenda and also make money right so if we can figure out a way to impress upon the population of how the citizens of canada the people of canada that we can do both i i would love to see that happen overall i felt like trudeau was being um a little attacked, a little bombarded last night. Well, it's night. always going to be the case. Yeah, because he's, he's uh, I don't know, I just feel like hes <laughs> he must be stressed out. But I thought he seemed really kind of like um, frazzled. Mm-hmm. But I was watching a news story this morning about a body language expert who was talking about, because I thought, oh, that was interesting, like to see the body language, like who's genuine, who's nervous, who's um, 
you know, uncomfortable with them in their own skin. And he said that Trudeau actually, compared to um, Singh, the leader of the NDP party, I thought Singh seemed relaxed, but the body, uh, body, um, what do you call it, language expert, was saying that you can tell a lot by how much people are blinking. Did you know that? No. If you blink a lot, that means you're nervous. Well, Jason Lawrence must be the most nervous person in the world. <laughs> Maybe. That's a very inside Ottawa comedy joke right there. It's the owner of Absolute and Comedy, and he blinks a lot. Well, so. he said that like, it, if, you don't, if you don't know um, if you don't know these things about body language, yeah. y- you wouldn't... I, I, my impression of um, Singh was that he was quite relaxed, actually, and and the opposite, but... The guy said Trudeau didn't blink as much and Singh was blinking up a storm. Anyway, so we'll see we'll see how the votes go, but I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I know. I, I don't know don't what's know. gonna happen. I don't even know how I'm gonna vote like what I'm gonna vote yet. I feel like I'd like to vote Green Party, but I, I don't wanna waste my vote. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that's the thing. I don't want the I don't want O'Toole. I don't want the PC party. Anyway, so this is, this is interesting. I feel like, um, well, just side note, I just have a couple quick more stories for the Daily Dose. This one's really quick. Alberta now is like going through the worst fourth wave of the worst wave they've had. Now they're seeing things that I, I don't know if they experienced this in the first wave like we did, but surgeries are being canceled because of the rising COVID cases in Alberta. I saw in BC a woman was waiting. My sister posted this. There are 17 beds right now in Kelowna, I think. Don't quote me on the place. ICU beds, and they're all taken up by unvaxxed people, and someone that needed one uh, died, a woman that was vaccinated, but needed it not for COVID, for something totally unrelated. She died because all the beds were taken by unvaxxed. Okay. See? So now I guess we're really starting to see the uh, repercussions of it. We'll see how it plays out. I know, and I'm really surprised... That people aren't more angry at people who are not getting vaccinated. Yeah. No, that is, if you were a family member or someone who was in that position and ended up not getting the care you needed, like, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, I know. That is some kind of bullshit right there. You heard it here. Uh, just sidestepping a little bit um, from the COVID uh, situation. I think you'll be interested in this. A new study says that a solar storm of sufficient strength could cause catastrophic disruption and an internet apocalypse, meaning that the whole internet and the entire world could go down because of a solar storm Wouldn't that be within great? the next decade. Like how long? Just momentarily down, obviously? I didn't, I didn't, didn't say, say how long. Wouldn't that be great? That's what the world needs right now. I know. That's what would would bring us to this moment of healing is if we just all of a sudden unplug the internet worldwide yeah. and we had to start talking to each other and I know. Finding I porn in the woods like <laughs> back in the day. Ew, porn in the woods. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's such a hack premise but anyway go ahead i see so, miller's in the waiting room okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go to her after this yes of so course I'm paying just attention to you. this threat and planning defenses against it is critical for the long-term resilience of the internet solar activity isn't easy to predict the modern internet infrastructure we've developed over the past 30 years has never been tested by strong solar activity what is a solar superstorm you ask julian well when ha- 
What happens when something called a coronal mass ejection escapes the sun and strikes the earth? Don't you love it when people... Don't you hate it when people describe something and then you still don't understand? Have you ever been at a party and someone's like, oh, well, that's just what happens when a coronal mass ejection escapes the sun and strikes the earth? You're like, oh, well, now it makes sense. And you fake it? Do you ever do that? Wasn't that the first thing I said to you? I'd like my to eject my coronal mass. (laughs) No, if you did, we would not be here right now. Uh, Together, large portions of the sun's outer layer, the corona, it's called. Enough with that word, corona. I think we're all over it. Large portions of the sun's outer layer, called the corona, can be blown off into space due to changes in the sun's magnetic fields. These clouds of magnet magneticized particles and superheated gas can reach the earth in anywhere from a day to four to five days. So we don't know what's going to happen, but that could happen anytime between now and the next decade. So I hope, I hope it happens today. (laughs) Today. I want the internet to go down. (laughs) All right. Well, okay. And that's um, your daily dose for today. Thank you, JenGrant.com, for all your Jen Grant needs. There it is. Uh, Daily Dose. Okay. Daily Dose. Well, get the news from coast to coast. Daily Dose. Shit. Daily Dose. Uh, all your news from coast to all coast. All news and headlines from Jen Grant. I'm going to throw up. Okay, let's go to Miller Crosby. Yay. Comedian, friend. Let me admit her once again. So dramatic. Admit her. Okay, get out of that. Admit. And I believe we are now Miller. live with the one, the only Miller Crosby, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Where is she? There she is. Hey, how are you? All si- right. You're sideways for some reason. Oh, I thought you said put my phone sideways. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe you're. Uh, you're. Maybe it's locked. The uh, when you lock. It doesn't matter. You look good. How it, are, am I sideways now? No, no you're good. You're good. Hey, oh, Miller. Okay. Hey, hey, Jen. How's it going? <laughs> Long time no see. Long time. Where? Why is Jen off camera? Oh, actually, okay. So, yeah, you see us because you see oh, us on, on uh, my phone. Yeah, you see us on the webcam. So you just see my face <gasps> on a weird angle. Uh, but yeah, yeah. on the feed, we see. Oh, there she is. There she is. Hi. Hi. But on the Hi. on the Hi. feed, people see all of us perfectly in a three picture in picture. Three, like on uh, Catfish. That's you guys right. Watch Catfish. Yeah, actually, yeah, we became obsessed. We became obsessed. We went to New Brunswick in February for Hubcap, and so we had to quarantine for two weeks. And for two weeks, we watched. Oh my! How many episodes of Catfish? Tons. You were obsessed, and I was like, "You have the worst taste in shows." And then he's like, "Just watch one <laughs> with me." And then I'm like, "Oh my god, this is interesting. Oh my god, it is." Yeah. Did you? When did you get into it? Like recently? Yeah, just in the last. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, a few months or whatever. Um, so there's new episodes, and then I go and I watch the old ones too, from like 2017. But. Um, What's your take? My take is the catfish are always ashamed of themselves. Always That's ashamed. why they never. <laughs> they're they're always ashamed. They're um they feel bad for what they do. It's like they can't. It's like a compulsion where they can't control it, but they do it anyway. And then right. when they get caught, they always feel bad. And um, yeah, you feel bad for the catfish because it's often uh, uh, loners, people that are, mm-hmm. are just 
have nothing to do and and they feel bad and it's a way for them to connect with people but the only way to do it is by hurting people because you're catfishing so it's this whole oh the dynamic is wild have you ever been catfished never been catfished actually jen when i first started talking to jen online i thought it was a gentleman by the name of gary and then come to find out <laughs> gary <laughs> come to find and out when, was... when you were disappointed you forget did did jen call herself gary you thought you were yeah, talking yeah, to yeah, gary yeah exactly <laughs> and then it turned out to be jen <laughs> yeah yeah um no never been catfished have you been catfished um some guy in my job uh, my day job one time um yeah, I guess he was trying to catfish me. No, I, I, he sent so he just called himself by another name, and I thought it might be a relative of mine. So I didn't uh, let him in to on my Insta, but I I thought hmm, I'll just keep him because I'm not sure who that is. I should just ask. Yeah, but uh, then all of a sudden, this familiar face pops up beside the name who has a request in to be your friend, right? Right. And I was like, oh, he probably forgot he had. Uh, told me his name was Thomas. Right. And uh, <laughs> then it was like, Bob? <laughs> what the hell are you doing there? So was he... So it was, was his picture, in... but a different name? Well, it, it was never his picture before. Oh, got it. I would have, but oh, it was, got it, got it was it. just okay. so I had to accept him or ask the request to be in his Insta or two. And then his name popped up beside, or his face popped up beside this unknown name. This person I know, his face pops up. And I'm like, that is, that's so-and-so, isn't it? And then I, I thought, oh, it's probably been a couple of months that's been sitting there. And then probably forgot he had put that request in, changed his profile picture. And it was not him. Like, it was him, right? right. It was his picture. All fake um, pics and everything. Like, some of them were him. Oh, weird. Yeah, Daddy so, and daughter dance and stuff like that. Like, who who's attracted to that? Like, oh, this guy goes to a dance <laughs> with his daughter. How adorable uh, and creepy. Uh, but that's not your daughter. Uh, and you're advertising that you went to a daddy-daughter dance. It's so Ooh. crazy. Like, it's so the dynamic of, again, the, the, the mentality, the psychology behind catfishing. Because when you catfish someone, what's the end goal? Well, I wanted to know, Miller, what was he up to like what was his motivation with you was he into you or was he so he's was harassing me for the longest time like couldn't just i couldn't just break that uh the ice with him of like geez he just couldn't shut up about me around the <laughs> workplace and then like what like, just, like, like what like what was he pain, doing like you're uh she's doing this just gossiping about me constantly like shitty gossip like yeah shitty 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 bang bang and uh <laughs> he, and so i i was always trying to be like oh i have a sense of humor sure you're being ridiculous ha 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 and then when i saw that i kept asking people who is this and nobody would really say it's so and so and then one guy just said it's so and so and then he ran over to the guy and i go oh i'm sure it's not you and i'm like thanks a lot buddy like couldn't just keep it under wraps because i wasn't there to right. i didn't want to embarrass him right. but that's what it ended up being i think yeah. he Maybe wanted to embarrass me, wanted to see what I was advertising, what I was putting on my Instagram. Maybe wanted to embarrass me, but it's like he ended up embarrassing himself, but I still didn't know because I was too afraid to say. I did try to ask him one time when he got me in trouble. Like he was always trying to get me in trouble. And uh, and I, I did. I was just going to ask him, why would you do that if you have nothing you want to say to me while I work beside you? That's so weird. 
You but wouldn't why, speak to why me. Why does he have this issue with you? Is he jealous of you? Does he like you? What is it? I, I never, I never knew. You know, your ego goes. Well, maybe he likes you. I mean, it's like, well, that's pretty toxic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's like those, you know, those movies where it's like they hate each other, they can't stand each other. Oh, look, they're in love. Yeah. I mean, that never happens like that, right? Yeah. It's like it, in grade it's never school, a, maybe elementary school boy yeah know. yeah like he he might as well have been punching me in the arm every day and pulling my hair yeah um and it would have been more romantic than <laughs> what he was doing but <laughs> well and, would have been and, okay. in this situation you you're savvy so you kind of caught on right away but what astonishes me when i watched catfish is how many red flags there are and the people that are getting catfish just ignore the red flags oh, like the face the my fo- the phone never works uh, let's have you facetime in the last year and a half no his phone's broken it's like oh my in a year and a half you've never faced and we, I, yeah, we were, we met, we were years. yeah, exactly. And we were supposed to meet eight times and he stood me up at eight airports. It's like, what are you doing? Like it's so I still send him 600 bucks. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. So I pay his car insurance. It's like, what, what's wrong yeah. with you people? But so it's like, I think it's like loneliness feeds it on both sides. So you kind of want to hang on to this hope that you've met this person. So the hope really is what drives the relationship, but all these insane red flags of these missed meetings and these like right away, like, and the hosts know right away. They're like, did he ask for money? Like, yeah. Like, did you send money? They're like, Oh my God, you sent money. <laughs> but, and as a yeah. show concept, it's brilliant. Cause there's like no, is no huge production uh, cost. Like they film it themselves, a small crew and it's endless. You could do, like, they do like 30, 40 episodes a season. You can do just do it forever. There's like, it's oh, such yeah. a smart idea for a show and it's endlessly entertaining. And I love it. I, I always, when I describe it, I, Jen makes fun of me because I'm like, it's just such a great show and it's so bright and the colors, she's like, the colors? I'm like, I don't know. It's just filmed in LA <laughs> a lot of, well, now New York, but yeah, yeah. it's just all bright. Anyway, whatever. They're flying places. It's exciting. It's hey, exciting. Can I, can I ask a question? Of course. Anytime. Yes. Jump in. So, um, Miller, I, I've never even asked you this before, but I, I, first of all, for the people that are listening and watching, Miller is a very funny comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really good. And I, I can't wait to do shows with you again. I, I would love to know just very basic things. Like, how did you get started in comedy? Where did you start? And, um, uh, like, why do you do it? And, um, yeah, Loaded. start there. Loaded. Loaded. Um, I just, when I was 16, I heard a Steve Martin album. I think I was a bit, well, I might have been a little younger, but by 16, it was like, yeah, I went. And I would just lip sync all his bits and everything, right? And go do them at school. Or put the album on with my friends and lip sync them. <laughs> you know, so it's like, wow, you are so cool, nerd. And, uh <laughs> And uh, I just wanted to do it at 16. I couldn't get the nerve to do it. Um, Where did you live court. then? I lived in Ottawa. Okay. So I was got in university in Toronto, York University. Okay. And I thought, oh, this would be great. I'm going to go to Toronto and then I'll do it there. I'll take my second city classes. So I went, graduated from York. I, then I went down and did some um, second city classes and um, after after university. And then I was working at city TV and stuff. And I, I um, just started doing it. A friend of mine, again, kind of toxic, but she said, listen, I was 24. And she said, if you don't do it now, I don't want to hear you talking about comedy anymore. You know? And I'm like, wow, yeah, you're a good friend. You're a really good friend. I think this is going to work out. Do it or um, shut the hell up. Did it, it, yeah. did it make you and do I it did. though? It did make me do it. Um, 
and I did it on a funniest person with a day job. So I thought you should you a contest. That's how I, I did my first set. And I thought, oh, you're supposed to talk about your day job. Like oh, I didn't right, get it, right? right, right, right. You're not, you're not. <laughs> so I talked about my day job the whole time. And then I got in trouble with <laughs> City TV. Cause uh oh, anyway. No, um, really? You know, I recorded it and again there was a guy at work I was talking to and he was talking to about comedy and and uh, a little bit older and he ended up I gave him I go I recorded it. I did it last night I recorded it and he said oh I can't really hear it here I'll go in the audio booth and he recorded my he put it on some sort of a recording and then showed it to the news director or let the news director hear it. And then I got, um, oh, they're like, oh, you can't mention your day job there. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't know. I'm oh, sorry. No. And um, I was more upset, but uh, I think I did it. You know what pushed me over the edge? I don't know if I would have done it, but my in my third year, my boyfriend died. He was my first and only for a long time. And uh, oh, shit. yeah, awful. and I felt like, I do feel there's some tragedy usually in somebody's life that say, uh, why else would you do comedy? You just don't care about, and you don't care about anything else. Nothing else makes sense. Like, uh, would have been great in law. You know, I was thinking of being a journalist or a lawyer and I worked in those areas. So I probably realized at city, I couldn't do the journalism thing like that because uh, not that, that, you know, it's, it's just I could be knocking on people's door. Uh, hey, your kid just died, right? Yeah, Can we yeah, get a yeah. statement? Yeah. And I've seen those God. videos, and I couldn't do that, right? Jeez. I couldn't do that. And uh, not that that's all journalism is, but I was like, oh, I couldn't do this. And I think you're a little bit heartbroken to do comedy, right? It's like, uh, what's the point, right? What is right. the point? And this is all that matters, just being funny, uh, <laughs> And I was looking at my old yearbook. I got a few high school people got in touch with me recently. So I went through the yearbook and all the comments are like, oh, I really love listening to you in class. Oh, always good for a laugh. And I'm like, oh, I sound like I was the obnoxious class clown, <laughs> like who couldn't shut up. And I, I think I was terribly shy. Right. But I would do that. I would be funny. That was the only connection I had to other people. It was like either painfully shy or I could be funny. Right. Yeah, you don't and, seem uh, shy to me. Do you find you're less shy now? I, well, even somebody from my old neighborhood got in touch with me on Facebook recently, and she said, I can't believe you do this because you were so shy. I, I just, I mean, I was overwhelmed. I was the youngest of eight kids, and they were, mm. they were loud. It was a, you know, a loud house, and, <laughs> you know, just big parents, big, terrifying parents. Not physically big, but, but I mean, uh, terrified of your parents kind of thing. Were you yeah. guys terrified of your parents? Um, of my mother. <laughs> she, she might she might actually be watching now. Yeah, my my dad my dad was like the uh, let things slide guy, and uh, my mom was the discipline disciplinary. Uh, but it's weird because if if you don't know his mother, you like you have to explain what that means because she's a wonderful woman. Oh no, yeah, amazing. no, 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 Who's, like no, super loving I mean. and caring and would it's do just, anything. For I was you. just scared of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just afraid. They didn't have to. Uh... They didn't even have to. Yeah, they would. They would just speak to you like so. That 
that's disappoint. We're a little disappointed. You should go to your room and yeah, think yeah, about yeah. that. And you'll be like, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Maybe not disappointed. And not maybe the best. in a way, it's good to be a little scared of your parents, right? Like a little bit so that you, they listen to you. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Maybe just a, yeah. a little tiny bit. Yeah. Right. You don't want to be out of control, like probably would have been more out of control. Yeah. Did you, uh, Miller, did you take any time off of stand up? Like, cause, cause I feel like in I recent did. years you're around. I always do. Yeah. Like cause now you've been around for a few years now, but I feel, was there like maybe a few years back where you. Oh yeah. Of, there yeah. was, uh, probably around that time when I first got to Gatineau, I was okay for about, well, I wasn't, I was never okay, but I mean, five years I did it. Yeah. And then for about, um, three, four, three, almost four years I, I took off. No because shit. Um, wow. I just, yeah, probably about three years, but it, no, it would have been about, it would have been about three or four years. And uh, I just, my mom was sick and I actually got back into it while she was still sick. But I think it was just, um, it was really tough being in Gatineau for a while. I really like it now, mm-hmm. but it was tough because, you know, I'm Anglo and uh, trying really hard to learn French and, uh, I have a lot. I, I'm actually great, a lot better at French now. But it's really intimidating when you can't communicate or you feel like you're not. Yeah. Or, or you're excluded from something or you're not. You don't want to insult people by not knowing French. Like I always feel that. Um, oh, Anglos. It's like uh, Thomas talks. Uh, Derek talks about that. Uh, Thompson. Derek Thompson. Uh, say again? Talks about. Why am I saying his name wrong? Trevor Thompson Trevor. said that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Too many Derricks and Trevors. And Tom- okay, so, um, yeah, he was talking about um, speaking. Oh, it's the only people who are bilingual are really French-speaking French people. Be- exactly, yeah. yeah like, uh, And uh, it's true, and it's, it's, it's hard. Like, uh, but my brother, actually, a couple of years older than me, went to French immersion, and mm-hmm. I didn't because – my mom's like, you're too shy to put on a bus. I'm too shy to put on a bus yeah. with my brother. Really? <laughs> yeah, really? You yeah. can just hang out with me for five seconds on a bus. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I didn't go to French immersion, but I did do, yeah, I did some sort of rich, enriched stuff. You never learn how to speak French in English school. Right. They, yeah. They, they, you just don't speak it. You, right. you conjugate verbs. Yeah, which is useless and pointless. I mean, it, it, and you never use them. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Does, that does nothing. When you took four years off and you get back into it, how was that? Did you feel like, oh shit, maybe I lost it? Did you? Were you like, were you, were you shook a no, little I, bit? Or? No, I really. I got back on stage with uh, a bunch of new jokes and thought, well, that's just it. I'm just gonna write because that's one of the things I was never bringing my material that I was writing. I was really. It was just squeaking out onto the stage, right? So you're writing stuff, and uh, you're not you're getting on stage, and you're feeling anxious. You want to get those laughs, so you depend on old material. And you go, I, I was really getting tired of that. That I wasn't squeezing out my material onto the stage. Like right. if I'm writing it, and I'm not putting it out there, and I'm just relying on old bits <clears throat> once I get out there. And that to me, I didn't really. Uh, I really thought, what's the point? What's yeah. the point? Is that it's just an ego boost at that right. point, right? It is. You're and, bang on, yeah. And you're just like, and and I just feel like it's it doesn't have any purpose. So I started writing new material, and then the same thing happened again in the last little bit. So I really feel like uh, 
I just have to put more effort in. I think I quit because I wasn't putting the effort in, but it didn't help. You know, it's well, like sometimes uh, if you feel the inspiration and other times you don't. And I think that's the part where I like I'll go through bursts where all of a sudden I'm thinking of all these joke ideas and I love it. I love it. It's right. just, I don't know where it comes from. It's like inspiration. It's create, you know, creative juices are just flowing. And when they're not flowing, it's not as exciting. But it's like, it's right. that's uh, very much about life, right? It, like, stick with it even when it's not the most, like, fireworks, exciting times. You just stick with it anyway. And then keep tagging maybe that other stuff. Like, I do that sometimes. I'll, yeah. like, tag the existing bits. And that makes me feel a little bit like, okay, I'm present. Right, you get a I'm new creative. laugh. Yeah. Yeah, a new laugh of an old joke, even yeah. like you're creating a new. Yeah, it does. And it's like, that's it. It's like a relationship, right? That, yeah. you know, it's not always that exciting, but yeah. people tend to just drop it and go up. Right. Again, you wonder if that's just the beat. You're just there for the the high points. And right. we know as comics, you ever have relationships with people that when they meet you as a comic, you know, oh, that's so exciting. And they find some way to devalue it like immediately. How much money do you make? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And 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 the other thing is uh, devaluing it um, just because we keep doing these shows. So if somebody comes to like you ever seeing somebody and they come to your show. Wow, that was so awesome. I mean, I I couldn't even put you. I know you and you're up there. And and then after a while, they're like, comedy stuff is weird and stupid, you know. And you're like, wow. You really get an it image is- of that when you go to a comedy club and there's a new waitress or some new server there and uh, they're like, Oh, you guys must be the comedians. And they're so happy. And then you come back to that club eight months later and they like hate the comics. They're all yeah. like, j- they're all <laughs> yeah. jaded. They don't even say hi. They're like, Oh, comics are here. But you could tell like the new staff, they're like, Oh, hey, exciting. It's like, <laughs> Oh, this you're new. Although I have to say, <laughs> I, I agree it. with you, but I have to say that like some comics ruin that for, that's what I mean. Yeah. Ones. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, of course. I remember doing comics. <laughs> doing this small town like beautiful gig in bc it was a a part of a new like um little tour that they had added on and it was like one of those you know those cute really beautiful towns and and they're just so picturesque and it was in this gorgeous bar that was like also an excellent restaurant like the menu was amazing like it was like you could just tell this was going to be awesome and i think i was the second comic there like we were the second, it was me and another comic. I won't mention the name, but has a bad rep. And, uh, and, and mention they said, it. no, I can't. <laughs> and everybody knows who he is. But anyway, uh, so the, the person working there was like, um, so, uh, feel free to have anything you want on the menu. Complimentary. I was like, what? Like, and it was like <laughs> high and shit. Like I would imagine maybe 50% off. Or like, uh, you know, a couple free drinks, but you have to pay for your food. It was free food, okay? And we're talking high end. Like, I, you could get anything you wanted. I couldn't believe it. It was like, wow. It was like a fifty dollar uh, ribeye steak meal that I could get free. Wow. And I was like, yeah. I was like, this is the second. <laughs> second run like this is not going i can guarantee by the sixth oh yeah by the sixth time someone comes in this is going to be gone and not there was no limit on drinks you could have anything you wanted and they had really good wine and i was like this is not gonna last and they were just (laughs) so excited that we were willing to come and i'm like this is incredible like but it won't last and 
It did and? not last. It did not last. <laughs> <laughs> right, because you know somebody just ordered drink Ruined after it. drink yeah. and oh, yeah, didn't and and never tipped. Never you tips. know thought that that was yeah. Talk shit about the food probably like they got the <sighs> food a free ribeye meal and the person asked them how it was and they said it's uh, it okay. I mean I've had bad. <laughs> yeah, you know, that kind of because a lot of there's we all know that comedian that has terrible. So, I mean, people have terrible social skills, but I think there many people have terrible social skills and don't know how to act in life. But it, there's a larger concentration in the pool of comedians of that, you know. So there's somebody who's not going to appreciate it, and yeah, someone anyway, will fuck it up. It. Fuck it up. And, fuck it up. And you know what else? I think that uh, a couple of comics might go through town and then uh pay a little attention to i thought you're gonna say the most beautiful like you're t- describing the town and i thought you were gonna say server oh you know? yeah that mm-hmm. too yeah and they uh you know then they think they're in a relationship and the person's oh really i was in a relationship with him or whatever <laughs> yeah. i don't know yeah. i don't know if women were really prone to doing that i don't think they really sleep around on the road i don't know i don't know too many women who do but then well, note- maybe one but she's out about it, you know, like she's yeah. married and stuff and talks yeah. about it on stage. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. But yeah, like that whole where they're getting involved with the staff and then there's drama with the staff. And then the owner's like, OK, yeah. that's why people say don't date the staff. Yeah, no, of course. And but you got to think of the perspective of the staff every weekend. You've got a new crew of people that are aggressively hitting on them. It's like, what what are you doing? Know. You know, it's like every single weekend. And the no oh, tipping right. thing is one thing comics fuck up for others all the time. Like no no tipping is like so frustrating. And uh, yeah. when you run a room, if you give like free drinks or shit, you got to tell comics like children, like you know, still got a tip. It's like, geez, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell is wrong with people? I know. <laughs> yeah, I know that I've been. We've been to gig. You know, you've been to gigs where you go, okay, well, they just like you said, they serve you a full dinner, they give you whatever drink you want, drinks you want, and you go, well, give them. You know, let's everybody, you know, give the uh, sir, and you know, you'll be at a place where they, oh no, we won't take anything. It's like, yeah, take our tip. Yeah, right, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. Then we feel like schmucks. Mm-hmm. One comic was like, I remember this is years ago having this conversation with this comic. And I love the guy, but he was just like, didn't understand the service industry. He goes, honestly, I don't think we should tip servers as comedians. He goes, because without us, they wouldn't be here to do a show. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, but they're still literally serving you. Like they're, they're br- yeah, bringing you things. Without them, you wouldn't be here. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, exactly. Point. Yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah, the tipping thing's weird for people. I say, even if I get something like I'm going to ask for a glass of water, you know, give them a dollar or two dollars or something because they still go and get that. I mean, you know, and then they feel great about you give them a five dollars on a free drink and, you know, just because then they feel like I don't hate you. It's just like the gumption to have to be like. Yes, go fetch me this thing and bring it back and I will give you nothing for it. It just feels yeah. weird. But then that that then bleeds into regular life where now anytime anyone does anything, I'm like, do I tip this person? Like now I don't I, know. I don't know who I tip. Like a tow truck driver came the other day and gave me a boost. I'm like, do I tip this guy? Like I just don't right. know anymore. I know. I know because yeah, even massage. I remember um like if you go to a um RT, what are they? Uh, or okay. anyway, um, Mich- massage therapist, RMC, or, yeah, okay. registered massage therapist. So you go, well, I don't tip my doctor, 
right? <laughs> and I'm paying like 120 bucks for, you know, your whatever, your massage. And then you go, oh, but I remember one, like they used to come out to the cash and there was the tipping option. And I was looking up on, do you tip? And you do, you're supposed to tip the massage therapist. I would have never known like, that. I would have gone, I would have left with that. I know, tipping. I never, I didn't because it was, there were so many conflicting opinions on the internet. And I just, but then if you ask a massage therapist, or, do you expect tips? It's like, no, it's, well, it's yeah. not. So I went, I felt like, oh, I should, I guess I should, you know, it just, you don't want, actually I stopped going because I, I didn't know. Am I supposed to be throwing her 20 bucks, 10 bucks? What do you do? Right? I, I will ask, but yeah, like you said, they often say no. Cause, cause, or when you do a festival or something and you have a shuttle from like the hotel to the venue, and then you go, they're just paid by the festival or whatever. And then you go, or even the volunteers. And I was just in Quebec City and I was like, man, I, I drove me to the, after my set, it drove me to the hotel. I go, man, I don't have any cash on me. Do we tip you? I go, I feel like an idiot. He goes, no, 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 no. This is what we do. But I'm like, it's, but it's a, so blatantly a service. Like you literally just drove right. me door to door. And I felt like an idiot because I didn't have anything. And, and, I, would I, say, and I really acted it like where at first, I'm like, I start feeling uh, like each pocket. I'm like, oh, no. Like, like you always keep your cash right yeah, here. My top, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Under, behind In my, my non-existent po yeah, pocket. Behind my, my pocket protector here, I keep bills, <laughs> redbacks. You look like you're doing the Macarena. Yeah. Um, so uh, here's the thing. If, if there wasn't a risk of insulting people, you could just go ahead and offer the cash, right? Like Because right. why not spread the wealth? If you have a little bit of money... A little bit goes a long way. I agree with you. Water. Who cares? Give them friggin' five dollar bill. Yeah, you're like, not gonna offend cares? anyone by tipping. Unless you're so right. broke that you can't do that. But most people can afford five dollars. Like most right. people. So like but I don't understand the people that are like, Oh, I'm a professional. You really offended me. Really? Because cash is awesome. Just take it. Yeah. Buy yourself a latte. Who, need Who it? gives a shit? Don't exactly. take it so personal. Like you're something so insecure, right. buddy. I'm just trying to spread some wealth. Try <laughs> spread some love. Get a get a. Yeah, I got a problem, buddy. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Trying to be loving towards you. Yeah, that's right. My hard-earned <laughs> cash. How um how have you been uh, throughout the pandemic, Mills? Have you been getting up? Uh, have you been getting up out of bed uh, on stage? Um, yeah. I uh, yeah, actually, have been. It's funny. There's not a lot of people in the crowds because they have that. Some of them. I mean, some of them. You just don't know. You just step into a twilight zone where it's like shoulder to shoulder in a, but like on a patio. That was on a mm -hmm. patio when I did that. Like it was, but it was still um, pretty full. Like I was surprised that, you know, you're, they were pretty full and close. It was a good show. Um, but mostly there's just not a hell of a lot of people. That's kind of funny too, to get a small group laughing. You know what I mean? You still get the experience because those people that come to the show during the pandemic, they love comedy. Oh yeah, they do, and it's yeah, it's a conscious choice. You just it's just a different way of it's the same material, but it's a little more conversational instead of performing, maybe or whatever. It's just like a different right. muscle that you're yeah. Because you, and and I've noticed you've been out and about. You're quite active uh, around these parts. Do you ever? Because you mentioned off the top of your day job. Do you ever at, at night? How do you force yourself to go out and do spots? Because we're both the same way. I will use the royal we here, the obnoxious couple we, but. We both book spots in town, and then the day of, we're like, fuck. Like, you just don't want to go, do. Especially you don't live directly in the cities. It's like, oh, man. Yeah. How do, I you, know. How, do you, how do you push I, yourself to go out and do so many spots as you do? I think it's just, like, I do like to check out all the new rooms, mm -hmm. see what's going on. There's a there's a new room down in Vanier uh, that's such a great 
you know, it's like a black box, oh, but yeah. it's large and low ceiling. It's it's right across from the bingo um, on Montreal Road. Andrew Wellmbalt, young guy in Ottawa, runs that room. Great room. They don't have a liquor license yet. It's uh, a gaming room, like an right. old fashioned vintage gaming. Like they have like tons of games and everything. And They're like working it? on their liquor license. So they can you can sit and play an old Xbox or an old uh, you pay five oh, bucks cool. for any. Yeah, it's a really cool concept. Any any game in the room, you can play that. It's called Arcane or something. A-R-C-A-N-E. And that's Mondays? Tuesdays. Um, but really great room. But if, yeah, like, see, comics are the first ones into something like that. It's like, we don't have a liquor license. We need somebody in here, you know? Like, so you're really trying to bring people in. And, yeah. and it's okay. It would be great to have a room like that that was really hopping. They're like, yeah, let's do a comedy show, right? But usually it's like... We have a really bad Tuesday or Monday yeah. or Sunday yeah. night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody us. shows up. Yeah. Yeah, you can have you the room. Have that. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. And then yeah, the, you can't charge people because we don't want to offend the uh, uh I know. That, that's people the thing. hanging at the bar. And ven- venues often don't understand that it takes so long to build the room, at least a year to, to like build oh, yeah. and because and, you'll have good nights and nights with like two people because we did the pump. Uh, and uh, you've done that room every time. And, oh, it was uh, great fun though. Like it was a yeah. funny, a funny room, but it looked great, right? Well, it's, uh, you're just also such a pro that it's it was so fun to have you come do the show because we could actually just sit and relax because it wasn't always the case, especially because it was a tougher room. Sometimes we had two people, four people there. Sometimes it was packed, but anytime yeah. you went up, it was like okay, we can relax here. And you're so just so naturally funny and conversational uh, it was, it was confidence uh, on stage it, yeah you own the stage <sighs> yeah and uh, i have That's a question so nice. do you do spots how come i don't see you at absolute doing spots um with absolute um i think uh you know i like that room i think it's just if you have you know when you have a trouble getting spots at a place where somebody seems like uh, I don't know, Miller. I don't know. And you yeah, just go, yeah. oh, you know what? I'm good. I'm yeah, good. I'll go I wherever don't blame they're you. happy. Me. Yeah, I don't blame Anyone you. who's sort of like, uh, mm, 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 yeah. you go, you know what? You no, really don't need that. to be, do me a favor. And yeah. it's not even like, it, it's like, yeah, you know, not everyone's going to dig you. And the other thing is, I think so, some clubs, I've heard this, that <laughs> like the owners going off what the staff says. Right. Um, yeah. They, they that they actually do pull the the staff. Do you like this person? I'm like, you know, I don't know. I just feel like yeah. if the owner's going to say, yeah, I appreciate you do a good job. Um, maybe I'm not going to give you, you know, you're, and I'm not really aggressive about. Uh, right. Right. I, I know what you, you know. mean. You just want good vibes, basically. Like. Yeah, and yeah. if you don't get the good vibe, you go, I am not going to come back here. If you're oh, really yeah, not going to dig it's having It's so messed me. up, though, because, like, you've you've accomplished, you're an accomplished comedian. Yeah, so there's no rhyme makes, or reason b- behind no any sense. of it. There's no, and it's, well, it, yeah, Did ahead. you know, did you know, maybe, like, something, some, also, if you knew them when they, they were starting and you were starting, yeah, right? Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. there's a different attitude yeah. of. 100%. And yeah. and if they're really harsh of uh, ah, that person, I don't like them or that uh, this person or that person. And maybe you have to be like that as a club owner. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't get a bad vibe off of, um, you know, another, you know, I love Howard. Howard's always been nice to me. Okay, well, that's and, good. Yeah, okay. Well, I was going to ask you that, whether it's, I didn't even mean absolute specifically. I just meant, do you do the right. clubs as well? Like. Yeah, I mean, I really, I also think, 
I, you lose. I mean, we're, somebody mentioned the other day, you know, it is a bit delusional um, to do comedy anyway. But if you can't, you can't even help if you, you need to hang around people that are going to help you <laughs> maintain that delusion. Yeah, yeah. You, learn, <laughs> you yeah. don't want people to like it's already hard enough to get our deluded selves out of the house and go For to sure. a club. You don't want to get there and go, oh, what are you doing here? It's like, exactly. I was thinking that was in the back of my mind. What the <laughs> yeah. hell am I doing yeah, you just confirmed my <laughs> most yeah. deepest inner thoughts. You're so. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you want the fun vibes. Yeah. What are you doing here? Sure. I'm actually not. I'm, I was on my way out and see yeah. you later. Yeah. yeah, you're not on tonight. Oh, I'm not. Okay, I'm just here to see a friend. Settle down, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that's the thing that you just I think also when when you do like I remember saying comedy now to uh, a club owner that we may or may not have been talking about a minute ago. And I said, well, I got a comedy. Everybody has a comedy now. Really, everybody. OK, you're right. Yeah. You know, yeah, maybe, yeah. you know, whatever. Like, yeah. it's like every every everybody's done just for laughs. OK, you know, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I am. It I also ridiculous. like you, the best one is when you. You get a person who doesn't know comedy, and if they don't know who, like, Russell Peters is, then you go, nothing I've ever done will impress you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you will not be impressed yeah, by me. Yeah. If you don't know who Russell Peters is mm. or never heard of what he does. Yeah. And I'm not even saying you have to be a fan of anybody, but that, just the aware. fact that you don't know yeah. who Russell Peters is, yeah. there is no credit anywhere that I could dig and, up or lie about that would impress you. you know? And I would agree that like maybe some people got comedy nows like early and and uh, they were there was a time where they were giving away maybe more. But for the most part, I would say that vast majority of people work their asses off to get a comedy now. And you don't they weren't just handing them out like candy like I. I showcased a bunch of times to get that comedy now. Like I worked hard to get that comedy now. Yeah. So. And there was a point in your life where you go, yeah, I can see why they picked me now and didn't pick me Absolutely. back then. You know, th that, that it was okay to have those things to aspire to, yes. you know, Absolutely. because it helped you work on things to focus and to work a little harder. Absolutely. It yeah. We, we all so think we're ready for those opportunities much sooner. I showcased for, for, for uh, Comedy Now for Millen when I was two years in and legitimately thought I had a shot and legitimately wanted it. <laughs> yeah. And looking back now, I was a brutal amateur. Like, like not, but in my head, I'm like, this is my year. I'm going to get a Comedy Now. Two years in. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and there's a saying that I live by in Comedy Now, which I love and ha has helped ease some anxieties coming up, was uh, that you can do things too soon in comedy. You absolutely can fuck yourself, but you can never be too late. You just can't. You'll, you'll just be that much better and prepared always. It's yeah. true. Yeah. So, yeah, I got comics. I thought it's the same thing. I was, um, remember comics on CBC? Yes, absolutely. I never, was I never saw it, but I've heard that. of it. Yeah. So I got that. Um, I was probably four years in. and uh, But I was already showcasing for them before I got it. And it was just like same thing like you. You think you actually have a shot. You, you know, first year, second year you're showcasing for just for laughs you're yeah, like yeah. oh this is so exciting and yeah. i remember it was like some um some other comic was there uh yeah a few more years into it i think it was boyd banks going yeah um you're not gonna get it <laughs> <laughs> right before you get it don't worry this is like a silly well, exercise we do every year well you know what's funny is uh, if if i wish I, I like if I could talk to my younger beginning comic self, 
I would say, and I remember seeing your guys telling me this, but I didn't believe it. I wish that new comics would believe this is that it's part of the process of showing the industry where you're at, who you are, just getting on the radar. Then when they see you the next year, they see that you've improved, you have different right. material, you've gotten better. And then it's a mark. It's like part of the process. You're not going to get it, but it doesn't mean it's bad because you've, you were invited. You were invited. They right. get to see where you're at and then they can see how you've gotten better. And then that one year that you're ready, you will get it. But it, it's not right. a failure if you don't get it that first year or something. Yeah, year, that's you know? right. And I, yeah. and I think it is a, uh, it is a, um, uh, what is it uh, for them too? Right. They, yeah. Like you say, they're just putting the notches on the door frame, right. Yeah, and exactly. watching you grow and seeing, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah level. Exactly. Okay. But yeah. you think Be it's your risk. shot every time, every time when you're kidding it, you're like, this is it. <laughs> I like yeah. I, I cringe thinking back like I, know. I I wish I could have been inside Millen's head when he was watching me and like the juxtaposition of his thoughts versus mine like just seeing this green new kid up there and in, in my in my head going like I'm going to do this on TV. It's just so crazy. But And the delusion, like you, you touched on that, it, it is good to have some of it, but some I think it's bad if you're like. It's what keeps you going. Too delusional, though. Like, some people are next level. Like, I remember being in Vancouver, and this lady was showing up. I was hosting um, Amateur Night, and this lady was doing her first ever, first ever, and I'm not even exaggerating, was recording it to send to Letterman. This is when Letterman was on. She was actually going to do that and really thought she had a chance. And I'm like, wow. I mean... Mm. I didn't even think I was funny enough for amateur night when I first did it, let alone <laughs> fucking Letterman. I was yeah. like, wow. Imagine that kind of like, I don't know, confidence or is guess, it delusion uh, to uh, the point where it's like mental illness? But you like, kind of have. There were, yeah, there were people like that, right? That, that they weren't very good, but they had the ambition that you yeah. wish you had an ounce of. You know what I mean? Like that. Oh, that. Like you say, it's a diluted ambition but some people you know that can work for you but you have to you know have something to back it up but like you said when it border it tilts too much towards mental illness where people are going they're crazy you know like yeah. it's nothing it, it's a whole other bunch of stuff it's not just the letterman yeah <laughs> right right yeah. yeah right yeah and it's also that you go, like hmm. Like you, uh, I, I, my favorite comedians seem to be the ones that are more hard on themselves and humble and, and want to work harder. And, you know, like it's good to be right. confident, but like also want to work harder and be better. I know. I'm so, I'm so the opposite. Like I've been doing it for, it'll be 15 years and people are like, so you're a comedian. I'm like, wait, well, hey, I'm sort of. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, okay. definitely. I, yeah. People. Yeah. I was definitely in the category of people that would barely want to. Uh, admit it you yeah. know it's almost like yeah it's so weird yeah, okay i'm trying to keep it on the yeah this L imposter syndrome kind of never goes away uh miller i know you you uh you have to run so we will uh let you go but we have to can we do this again this is great i really enjoyed this uh, yeah chat. this is fun i'm glad i got it on finally i again i'm not that technical uh tech savvy but um it was great. You look good. You sound yeah. good. Yeah. For Thanks. Sure. Killing um, it. Let Just, me know when you're. I, I'm do you guys on, look good? 
Thanks. Um, uh, not on Facebook anymore, but message me through Instagram. And I don't know if you have my digits, but are you not I, on Facebook? No, I got hacked. They actually changed my password and everything. So then I was like, I know. So now I can't even get into it. So I just deleted the account because I was scared they were going to go in and see all this personal information. So now yeah. it's just gone, which is uh, a lot it, of people it's, it's nice. have been hacked recently, like totally lost their whole everything yeah like they actually changed they went in somehow and changed my password and then i didn't get that um i didn't have my um i think they have they call it like second two-factor authentication authentication so so do that if you want to keep your facebook anyway long story short to me just i just had an email two days ago i woke up at four in the morning it said uh request to change your password twice from toronto at like four wow yeah Yeah, but because i have the two-factor thing it didn't they they weren't able to uh, yeah i mean mind you i i love um i love this time away from facebook so i'm not gonna i I might create another account, but I might not. Anyway, I'm on Instagram, but next time you go on a Monday, I'd lo- oh, you got a landline. Oh, landline. We, we do too. We have a landline. Oh, my God, I love landlines. <laughs> so, um, don't worry about it. Um, but next time you go on that Monday room, I'd like to hang out with you. Yeah. Tuesday oh, room. Tuesday for sure. Room, Tuesday room. I, yeah. And do you guys... Do you guys ever go to? Um, <laughs> the, yes, sir. There's three people on three phones in the house. Ah, <laughs> thanks for, thanks yes, for that last minute interruption. <laughs> but the other one was, uh, oh, I wanted to tell you this too on Instagram. The funniest thing recently was um, what we discovered was somebody did the uh, follow unfollow thing. Did you ever do that? No. Uh, not do it, oh, but yes, have it done. I know what you mean where they follow you. I've had three guys do it to me. One of them, the last one I didn't know, but he ended up having like 8,000 Insta followers. And then he had 18 people, but he had like friended, like, can you imagine asking 7,000 people and then not, um, you know, what you do is you're saying, yeah, I'm following you. So you do follow back. I always follow back. And uh, then he unfollows you. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I was just talking about somebody. Uh, that's what I said was diluted recently. Like, that to me is so diluted. It's like, oh, that's, I don't think that's like a crazy it's a way thing from- to do. With, that's the kind of stuff I don't like in social media. You know, you go, it's oh, all, I don't even know this guy. It's well, cool. it's all but, image crafting. It's like, because it's got to look good to, to be followed by a lot of people and not follow a lot of people. You got to, like, yeah, it's, he so doesn't weird. follow anyone. Uh, he has 243 followers. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. And the thing is, you can I mute, hate the world can we mute live in. people too. You don't have to. You know what I mean? You don't have have to actually unfollow them if you don't want to see their stories. No, but it doesn't look good. That's the thing. But that's not why they do it. They do, right. You, you follow a bunch of people, so you get the follow backs. Then you yeah. unfollow them, so it looks good that you have all these followers. Do you think you, that's you 100% only f- why they're doing that? Yes, 1,000%. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, and then I saw him at, and it just happened on the Thursday where everyone started posting, "Hey, are you guys all friends with it? Look at his thing now!" And I'm like, "Oh my god, that's terrible!" And then uh, I ended up seeing him at a party on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "You're the guy." I've never even met him before, but I didn't say anything to him. Uh, In fact, <laughs> I gave him the cold shoulder, um, <laughs> the cold pork shoulder. Okay, so yeah, let's do this again. Hopefully, see you guys. Uh, Maybe yeah. sometime in Wakefield. Okay, that'd be great. We'll, we'll have some... Uh, yeah, anytime. Come on out this way. We're going to start gigging soon, so we'll more and more, and so, so we'll for sure do So, some. yeah, you guys are going out. You guys are going... You're doing festivals and stuff during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, it's slowly starting up, and uh, 
fortunately, uh, French is uh, t- uh, pretty hot right now. So doing a lot of shows in French, which is great. So yeah, things are yes. And the trucu, truc- it's not trucu, truque, truque, <laughs> the truc- asshole, truque, <laughs> truque. What's truc- a truque? I don't know, actually. That's a good question. I don't even know. Oh, you know what, Jen? If you have a French boyfriend, I constantly say, what's the word for that? Mm. And they're like, well, you don't have an English word for that. I don't even know what it means. So (laughs) screw you and learning how to speak French. (laughs) It's a big French secret. We're not telling you. You don't have a word for that. Okay. No, I'm sure it'll... Uh, Got it. It says it's La Troquette is the bar. Oh, there you go. The bar. Or it's something like that. It's like, I th- what's a plumier? A plumber? What yeah. Anyway. I think we were overthinking that one, but uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, okay. Thanks, guys. All right, Miller. There she goes. Thank Follow you. her on social media, Miller Crosby. Nice chatting. Look at her at nice uh, chatting. See her at rooms all across this fine city and country. She's uh, one of the funniest people you will watch doing it. Miller yeah, Crosby. Great. There she goes. Thanks so much, Miller. We'll see you Bye, soon. Miller. Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys. All right. There she is. And so we got a nice comment from Wendy saying we lo- I love the guests that you get so that's oh, some perfect. great feedback and we people really enjoyed you Miller. Oh she's gone sorry I kind that's of okay. uh, I, sh- I, I should have uh, <laughs> I left the screen on where we were both trying to end the meeting so it's just like a close up of like uh. uh there she goes Miller Crosby ladies and gentlemen that was Yay. fun. I really enjoyed that. Yes. I love Love, love. And I say this every time we have someone on that, that does this, where it's just a hang. Yeah. It's not like an interview. It's like, you know, sure, of course, you ask, like, how, where, where did you even start comedy? Because it seems like you've been around forever. But, yeah, like, and that's it's an fine. Opportunity to see. Yeah, yeah, and it's an opportunity for our fans that don't know who she is to, to learn. But I love when and people me, just come on and we just talk. Like, we're talking about catfish. We're talking, it was just like hanging out. Yeah. It's not necessarily, okay, uh, tell us about. Uh, you know, whatever. You know yeah, what I'm exactly. saying. You know what I'm like saying. Like a formal interview is more of a hang. Yeah, there, which is there. uh happens a lot with comics. Okay, friends, family, enemies, foes. Have a great weekend, fans. everyone. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll be back on Monday. Uh, Monday we have a guest again. Ooh. We have um, Tammy Brido with Atlantic Food Fun. Monday. Talking okay. about all things food. Love it. Love it. Monday morning at 10:30. As you know, we do the show live. We live to tape, live stream on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and then available on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Reminding you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps. It really does. We'll see you Monday. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks to Miller Crosby once again. That was a lot of fun. We didn't do a song. Sorry, we don't do, oh, need to do a song. I don't have it in me right now. I thought about it, and I'm like, I actually can't. I can't. Sometimes that's when you have to force yourself to do it. Nah. But not today. We appreciate you tuning in. Thanks to JC Shudet for hanging out in our living room while we did the show and screamed in our Rec studio. Room. Rec room. What did I say? Living room. Oh. And what I'm not. Come on. Jenny, love you. Love you. We'll see. Oh, the tap on the shoulder. That was such a, like, buddy, buddy, love you, too. That was, like, uh, Dr. Russ's joke, but when a woman, like, taps you on the shoulder as she's hugging you, that's, like, the I'm never going to sleep with you tap. Shout out to Dr. Russ. <laughs> uh, okay. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you Monday morning.
And until then, watch your head. Another shadow walking backwards down the street. The land is bitter, but the fallen is oh so sweet. It's just a waste of time, a beautiful waste of time. Just a waste of time. a piece of my head but they all get a piece of my mind instead I roll over and go back to bed it's such a beautiful waste of time a waste of time a beautiful waste of time it's just a waste of Time. A beautiful waste of time